know you want, but don't get between me and the blood wine. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Oh, I'm very hateable, Dennis. No. I, got a, I got a hateable face. No, no, no. But um, You're not Ted Cruz. <laughs> Ted do Cruz you hate, he's, got a, he's got a punchable face. Do you hate Ted Cruz more with the beard or without the beard? His face is equally punchable either way. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And this is no, you know, um, no judgment about him as a person. This is just him as a face. Yes. But as I a feel person, the same way about Grayson Allen. And I like Grayson Allen because he played for Duke and he won a national championship with Duke. But he's got a punchable face. You just can't, can't fight it, man. Grayson Allen. He's that, yeah. that white boy. Yeah, the one yeah. that kept tripping people. Yeah, he's that white boy that'd be tripping everybody. Yeah, he's got he a punch- tripping. He got a punchable face. Yeah. Yeah. Derek Jeter also had a punchable face. Uh I think yeah. that's just because you didn't like the Yankees. No. Derek Jeter had a punchable face. Like that smirk all the time. Not really. He's too handsome to have a punchable face. Nah, you look at him now, he ain't handsome no more. I don't think you can be like uh handsome person with a punchable face i think that makes you almost more punchable because you're handsome and you're like people be hating i don't know i don't know maybe there's some there's some overlap in categories of punchability i just know that there's people who are universally punchable yeah and then there's people who to some people they would be punchable like either because of how good looking they are or how ugly they are well, Ted Cruz is punchable just because just look at him. Yeah, yeah. He's not handsome. And I agree with your Grace and Allen. He's got a punchable name. Like, you want to punch him just because his name Everything sucks. about him is kind of punchable. Yeah. He'd just be tripping motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, yeah, you just want to punch him. He's, he's just really competitive. He's like Michael Jordan. Watch, if when he wins six championships in the NBA, everybody will say he was just competitive. Look at my face, Dennis. <laughs> You've got to be good in order to win six championships. He's not bad. He's he gets on the floor sometimes. <laughs> I don't even. I think he plays in Memphis now. Yeah, he got traded. Memphis has their own. Uh, like these different teams have their own little. We're going to get all the Duke players thing going on. Like New Orleans has a shitload of Duke players. Look how that's working out. Well, I mean, it wasn't bad once Zion started playing. What's up with your boy, man? Uh, why, why did uh, Mike Krzyzewski give him $100,000 to play at Duke? What's up with that? He I thought give he, him no $100,000. I thought he was clean, baby. He's clean. No, he's not. <laughs> he, no, he just hasn't gotten caught. That's college basketball. Everybody's dirty. It's just I'm pretty level. sure it's going to be hard to link anything to Mike Krzyzewski. I'm sure. There's probably boosters or something like that. that yeah. But, you know, that's at every school. It's true that they're all crooks. Yeah. Oh, they're all crooks. Yeah. Kansas is lucky they didn't win the national championship this year because it would have been vacated. Yeah. No kidding. So, um, but yeah, so we're talking today about possibly one of the worst Deep Space Nine episodes ever. I think you and I are just going to have to disagree. What? Are you shitting me? No. 
Oh, wow. Chrysalis. Not bad. Wow. I can't believe you, Dennis. What are you (laughs) talking about? I wish Ben were here to back me up. I don't think Ben would. I don't think anybody would back you up. This episode's crap. It's not. Dennis, this episode's crap. No, I went in expecting it to be. Well, that's because I told you. Pretty bad. And I hit the point where I'm pretty sure you decided that it was bad, but I got through it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this episode's pretty simple. It's called Chrysalis. The wackos, um, the wacko mutants come back from the episode Statistical Probabilities. They come back to Deep Space Nine because the one young lady, Serena, is looking to have her, or or Julian called them here because he was able to fix the medical instrument to perform the surgery upon her. Well, he still, they actually just uh, barged in on him because he wasn't ready. Like he, he was still trying to figure out how to calibrate the equipment. He didn't have the technology in place to do it or whatever, but they just came in and like, oh yeah, you said to come back. He's like, well, when I'm ready. And they're like, no, you're ready. Come on, we can do this. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But they come on pretending to be Starfleet officers. Yes, they have uh, the uniforms on, like they're admirals and stuff. Yeah, Admiral Patrick. Yes. From SpongeBob. (laughs) Are you ready, kids? (laughs) Aye, aye, Kevin. But yes, so it's... It's Captain SpongeBob SquarePants, and it's Captain Crazy Pants, and then Captain Please Have Sex With Me Lady. Captain Sexy Lady. Yes, Captain's old sexy. Captain woman. Barfly. Yes. I mean, she'd get it. She looks like she she would be prowling the meat markets. Yeah. For for dick. She'd get it though. Like I'd give it to her. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like she's, she's a good-looking woman. She's a, f- a capable woman who is ready to receive my loins. Yeah. <laughs> like. And I don't know, she kind of looks like, in this episode, she reminded me of Alice from, uh, uh, fuck. One Day at a Time? No. From, uh. Mel's Diner. No. From Luther. Oh, I can see that. Okay. All right. Except without the, like, overbite and curled lip. And British accent. Like, just kind of the way, like, her eyes were always squinty. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Lufa. Yeah, kind of in the way that Alice isn't really hot. Like, she's not classically beautiful, but she's still kind of hot because mm-hmm. just because of the way she carries herself. This reminds me of the um, Office episode last night. Are you an Office fan, Dennis? Yeah. We watched the episode with Hillary Swank. Is Hillary Swank hot? Have you seen that one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Hillary Swank's hot. That's just yeah. me. Yeah. From that time frame, yeah. I haven't seen her recently. Yeah, well, she's like a 40-year-old actress. Ain't nobody got time for her no more. She's going to end up on some TV show. She's an Oscar show. winner. <laughs> Two-time. <laughs> but you know she that... Sh- she should be turning down work. You know that... Maybe she is. I don't know. I mean, she's 45, baby. She got a shelf life, Jack, and that's just Hollywood, baby. That's not that old. I mean, for an she's actress ne- in she's Hollywood... Never, but she's for an not- actress in Hollywood, she might as well be 1,000 years old. With dust coming out of her chops. I guess like it's she, that transition from uh, being, you know, like the wife rolls to, to the, the grandma. Rolls. Yeah. <laughs> um, or the mother of an adult, you know, mother yeah. of an adult character. She was in Lucky Logan, which I heard was wonderful. 
I didn't see that I one, but I heard that. that was good. It's she, one of those that kept going on and off. Uh, watch now on yeah. Prime. I never had time. When yeah, they it was available. That's the one thing I hate about Prime is they just they they it's unpredictable. They, they be fronting too much. Like something will be like, oh cool, oh I'm gonna watch that, and then you go back to watch the next day and it's gone. Yeah, and it's like, what is this? Yeah, they don't even give you a heads up. Yeah, I was I went on there to rent something because I wanted to rent it, and it's not available even to rent. Wow. Or buy. What was that? What did you want to rent? I can't remember. Maybe it was Thundercats. <laughs> <laughs> now i was looking for thundercats and it's not on there my wife was giving me a bunch of garbage because um the kids wanted to watch uh, angry birds the angry birds movie angry birds 2 is on netflix angry birds is not but you can rent it and i was like i'll just rent it for the kids and she was like why i was like because we used to rent movies when we were kids like we would go to blockbuster and spend 12 15 bucks renting movies and she was like, yeah, but that's what Netflix is for. I was like, but no, because we can rent them. Like, it's right there. Yeah. You know? So I ended up just renting Angry Birds. And in Angry Birds, uh, the KRS-One song, Sound of the Police, is in that movie. Have you seen Angry really? Birds? Yes. Whoop, so, whoop. Yes. So my son was walking around today going, that's the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> that's the sound of the beast. <laughs> I was like, Do they right. play the whole song? I like, don't yeah. know. I just know that they did the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound uh, of the overseer, police. Overseer, overseer, officer. Yeah, that part <laughs> is a stretch for me, KRS one. Like, I love that song, but the yeah. overseer, that's yeah. your region. Yeah. I get what you're going for. It's not effective. <laughs> but yes. Song, though. Oh, it's a great song. Like, KRS one from that time period, like, Sound of the Police, the Rapture song. I'll step into the world. That's a good one. Um, yeah. What's the other one that I was listening to the other day that I was playing for the kids? Um, oh, shit. Um, I'm number one, two, three, four, and five. Don't spend your money on marketing schemes. That one, um, a dope MC is a dope MC. Why can't I remember the name of the song? Um, I, don't I don't know that many KRS one songs, to be honest. You don't stop. No, is that the same? Shit, I can't remember. I gotta Google it. Uh, I'm sorry, I lied. I'm, you know, I'll just care. As well. Yeah, the only I only have the other two on my phone: the "Step Into a World" and uh, "Sound of the Police." MCs act like they don't know is a good one. I haven't played that one for the kids yet. "Sound of the Police." Um, I like playing hip hop for the kids. I was playing my philosophy for them the other day. Oh yeah. Um, cause like they, they get into like some hip hop, but like some of it's whack shit they hear at school. And like, I don't, I don't want them listening to a bunch of whack shit. Step into the world. That's not an MC's act like they don't know. What is the name of that damn song? KRS one. Is it the same? I mean, it might be the same. I don't think it is. No. Premier produced it. Yeah. That's a different song. Let me just take it. Maybe it's a Boogie Down Productions song. Yeah, Amazon is very forgiving about that. Um, criminal, that's not criminal minded. It's not classic. It's just going to piss people off now. Rappers are in danger? No. MC act like they don't know? 
through 95. I don't know. I got, is it I got next? It's on this one, I think. Um, where's the singles? Album singles, Can't Stop, Won't Stop, Step Into a World. No, it's not that one. KRS One. Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Turn of the Boom, Bap. Out of here, Song of the Police. Ah, oh, fuck it. No, just <laughs> I'll just have to Google it. But anyway, talk about the episode. I can't imagine them using that in the cartoon, though. That's that's a little crazy. Yeah, but so it is "Step Into the World." Is that that's the song? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, I lied. I'm number one, two, three, four, and five. Stop wasting your money on marketing schemes. Um, yeah, that's it. Step into the world. You don't stop. KRS one. Rock on. So then, what's the other song I'm thinking of? I don't know, man. Okay, keep talking. I'll figure it out. So yeah, so they convince Julian to. Th this episode really is pretty straightforward. Yeah, there's nothing. There's to no. It. There's no B story. Yeah at all well the b story it just creepy. kind of starts off like julian's trying to hang hang out with people like he's trying to hang out with odo and uh kira when they go to see your man he's lonely yeah he's so ronry <laughs> mc exactly i don't know where o'brien is during all of this because o'brien's always down to hang out well no he had a thing with uh, keiko he was making tempura or whatever which that is was just later but in the beginning of the episode, he's she's doing something else. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he's like, I can't tonight. I gotta pretend like I love my wife. <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing is, and I I think uh, they actually have twenty six hour days, so like times are a little weird on this show. Yeah. But he went to bed at three in the morning. Well, he was up doing hard work all night. I guess. I don't know. But, like, he's not day shift? So he can hang out with all his friends? I guess. I don't know. I mean, he's busy. That's all. Maybe it was the weekend. Maybe. And, I mean, like, but why doesn't he just hang out with, what's her face? Um, Esri, who just got there, who doesn't have any friends. Yeah, I'm sure she doesn't have anything to do yeah. with Yeah. He was trying to push up on that before, so yeah. I mean, it's the, same the deal, thing. man. Yeah, and she was even like, "Well, you know, he she would have let you smash if Warp never came along." Yeah, yeah. Why gotta be that way? Now you just hurt his feelings, and it's MC's act like they don't know. That's the the song that I was thinking of. Yeah. MC's act like they don't know. But yeah, and these all the breaks. But yeah, so um, he's just lonely, poor Julian. You know, because now his his mutant reject friends come to hang out with him. Hey, everybody needs mutant reject friends. Yeah, you know, look at us. <laughs> <laughs> and like the one guy is okay um the older guy is okay the old the other the other lady needs some sex then the one guy who was like that skeet ulrich kind of yeah uh johnny depp looking dude like he just stinks yeah johnny depp on meth yeah well that's just johnny depp 
<laughs> like maybe Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp seems more like a heroin guy to me. Uh, I picture more booze and cocaine. Maybe. You know? Um, but yeah, so he's all over the place and, you know, they bring Sabrina along and he's like, okay, I'm going to try to fix her. And so he manages to fix her. And then... Yeah, because they first he can't he can't make that machine, but then these mutants he they're like leave us alone for a minute, and then he leaves, and then they they fix it for him. Yeah. So and there's a lot of like things in this episode that they it's obvious they didn't have a whole lot of material for it. Yeah. Because there's a lot of time spent on the surgery scene. Yes. Like in like. And- cutaways to him thinking about what am i going to do next it's very like it's very like hacky medical drama bullshit like (laughs) he's got the uh the on his brow yeah yeah and then he's looking at screens and x-rays medical medical pondering (laughs) (laughs) that's all it said in the script (laughs) medical pondering it's like it's like a rocky uh, montage, but not exciting. Just watching yes. somebody stand around in the burning heart. That that would have made the scene much better if they would have played like in the burning heart. Yeah. And it's just Julian looking at screens and and batting his because brow. Because there is a search for answers and unquenchable thirst, so it would have been completely appropriate. Like if he's sitting there, and then all of a sudden you just hear hearts on fire. That's when he figures it out, and then he starts. In the burning heart. I love that song. Yeah. That's a great I, fucking song right there. To be honest, all of the shitty Rocky songs are pretty great. They are. You know, like <laughs> they're all shitty tunes, but when you think about them in their glory that is the Rocky films, you're like, wow, these are really great songs, yeah. you know? <laughs> I th- I think that song was written for Rocky Four. No, they all were. Were they written expli- explicitly for Rocky Four? I, I believe so. Oh, okay. But I mean, like that. That one all- I know it because they're like you know, two. What is it like? Two worlds apart, rivals nations, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like okay, they, yeah. U.S. Yeah. and USSR. Yeah, they're really leaning into it. Yeah. But then, like, I just love all the montage songs are great. I remember the Rocky Four montage songs more than the Rocky Three montage songs because yeah. I can't get by the well. Rocky Three is just Survivor. Yeah, they just keep playing Survivor over and over. And and then Paulie says a bunch of racist stuff, and you're yeah. just like, <laughs> Paulie, don't know if that jungle music. Wearing his fucking captain's hat. Can't move, he can't move like a colored fighter. <laughs> like, whoa, Paulie. <laughs> I don't like this jungle junk music. We're in the wrong neighborhood. Hey, yo, Paulie, stop being a racist jerk, all right? <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's real. Somebody should have shaved him. Yeah. Then he ends up losing all of Rocky's money. He would have done Rock a favor. Yeah. They'd have killed him. But then it just would have fed into like the racial hatred. And then it just would have ended up being like American History X with Rocky. Like Rocky would have only exclusively fought black fighters to prove that he's a superior race. Yeah. But then we could That's root. the Rocky movie I want to watch. But then we could root for Clubber Lang because we were all rooting for him anyway because he's exactly. awesome. Yeah. And the weird part about Rocky Three is 
the critics panned his performance, Mr. I don't T. understand it. He should have gotten an Oscar. Yeah, what are you looking for it there? It was wonderful. Like, he was spot on. He was everything he needed to be. Hey, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you expect? Like, what did you want? Shakespeare? You wanted Sir Patrick Stewart there? Huh? What, did, what are you looking for? <laughs> Maybe they were mad because there wasn't enough Clever Lang. But they would have said that in the reviews. <laughs> like, you know what? His performance is laughing. I want to see Clubber Lang live alone. We saw him train alone, but yeah. we never saw him live alone. I love Clubber Lang. Well, he, he technically didn't live alone because Adrian was coming over to his apartment every night. I'll show you a real man. <laughs> oh, he was kicking her out afterwards, though. That's the Rocky movie I want to see. I live alone. I want to be left alone. I just came. Leave me alone, see, woman. I want to see the movie where he cuckolds Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I took your title. Now I took your woman. You gotta make. You gotta watch me, banger. Hey, you alright? Get a pretty nice cut. I know you're into this freak. <laughs> hey, boy. Hey, boy. Won't you wipe off my meat? Wipe <laughs> off Adrian's pussy juices. Damn my dick, boy. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, so um, so of course the surgery is success. Not immediately though. Not immediately, of course. There has to be some of those worrying moments, and there were a few. And then everything's fine, and then they start fucking singing show tunes. <laughs> that part didn't bother me as much as as it really bothered you. Yeah, that part. It was kind of lame, but I I thought they were just gonna be singing the whole episode. But it's just like for a couple minutes. It was okay. That part didn't bother you? Really? Really? No, I mean, it was a little unnecessary. Really? A little unnecessary? <laughs> really? I think the... Uh, it was awful. The, bad, the worst part about it was it was clearly dubbed. Because and they just... when they went to Julian for his line, like he just had a normal line. He wasn't singing the sinking was off. Like his mm -hmm. words didn't match his mouth movements. So they did a lot of ADR in that. No, scene. the worst part about it was it just kept going. Do re mi fa sol la ti do. I was, you know, Dennis, I had watched like two Star Trek episodes in a row and I was like, man, I'm just going to keep, I'm going to binge watch Deep Space Nine. It's going to be great. And I was watching it and just, hmm. In a speed mm, bump. Mm. <laughs> and then I started singing. I'm like, all right, I'm out. That's it. I'm, I'm done. I left. I was like, I'm not watching this. I came back and finished it, of course. But it just killed all my momentum with the Remy Faso Lati Do stuff. I was like, no, nah, man, I can't. I can't get down with this. This is bad. It's a little. It's literally like maybe 45 seconds of the show. It, dude, if it, you know what, if it was 45 seconds, it felt like a fucking eternity. Like it's no, let's do it. Uh, Come on, man. This is too much. I just, I mean, and then, of course, Julian sees her singing and falls in love with her. Like, right there, he's like, oh, I need to smash. Yeah. And it's like, Come on, man. She just came in. You're, she's your patient. She's a terrible singer. What are you, what are you doing? Keep and she was, uh, she liked Jack back in the day, the first time they were there. Yeah. Like, she was trying to hook up with Jack. And Julian's cock blocking now, baby. Yeah. God, this episode was just so dumb. That, just, was, that was the weirdest thing for me in the episode. I was like, isn't she a little young for you? 
not for Julian, because Julian's young. Julian looks young. Yeah, he looks young to me. He looked a lot older than her. It's like the same thing with Esri when he was trying to push up on Esri. It's like, oh, you're a little old. Well, Esri is young. Like, Esri looks much younger than Sabrina. You think so? Oh, yeah. Mm, I don't know. But Julian's young. I mean, he's a young doctor. He got out there, and this was his first assignment. So he's only been out there five years. You figure he's probably like, what, 29, 30 tops? I guess. You know? How but, the hell is she supposed to be? I don't know, man, but I just know that it's annoying. And even if you said it was only 45 seconds, it was the longest 45 <laughs> seconds of my whole life. I was like, no, dude, please make this stop. And then they just, they just kept singing. And they kept singing. And it just keeps singing. And they kept singing, and it felt like an eternity. And I was like, please make this go away. Like, please stop, everyone. It did stop. Not soon enough. Because, like, then I was like, man, this is just the worst. Please, please, God. Please strike them all down with my hatred. Like, please make this over. It just, it just kept singing and well, kept singing. It ended. And then Julian started toting her around on his arm. Yeah, he's like, this is my... Look at my science experiment. This is my woman. Yeah. I made her in a lab. Yep. Just like weird science. (laughs) (laughs) Without Chet. Yeah. It's like, you know what, She's all mine. Yep. No fighting over this. Keep your goddamn hands off her. (laughs) I almost went with the big gazongas, but I didn't. It's my woman. I made her. Can't have her. That would have been great if this episode was like an ethical dilemma because while he was doing the brain surgery, he went ahead and gave her plastic surgery, like yeah. a breast augmentation too. <laughs> what? Like that Simpsons episode where Marge accidentally gets the... The gazongas? Yeah. Look at it's those a, gumbos. It's, um, it's just not good. The singing. You and gotta then, get over the singing. And then Jewel, I can't. It's just so bad. <laughs> I, I mean, it just ruined everything. And then Julian's quick, like, well, she's fine. So let's send the rest of the crazies back to the Institute. And I'll yeah. keep her here with me. Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, you're her doctor, man. This is unethical in many ways. Oh, no, she, I'm not her doctor anymore. I gave her uh, to the other doctor. So now I can bang up. Yeah. And that's, you know, this is the thing that Star Trek in general does quite a bit is for one episode they lean into somebody's personality that they don't really show before because you don't really get the feeling that julian's that lonely in other episodes you know what i mean yeah like up until now in season seven it's like oh man this guy is so lonely like he's willing to take this mental patient and (laughs) brainwash her into being his girlfriend you just said mental patient. He takes his mental patient and then performs a dangerous surgery on her. Yeah. He takes a mental patient, has performs dangerous surgery on her just for sex. I mean, this yeah. is how bad internet dating is in the 23rd century. It's like, this is what you have to resort to. I mean, I guess I can perform a dangerous and experimental surgery upon her so I can find true love. The only thing that would have topped it is if, it, if this was a result of a bet. <laughs> I bet I could fix her. I bet I could fix her and make her love me. One dollar bet. Because she'll always be in my debt because I fixed her. Yeah. So she'll have no choice but to love me. Yeah. And that's kind of the vibe I got from the whole thing, too. It was just, 
Like he un- unintentionally was doing that. Because yeah. I don't think he was thinking, oh, she owes me now. She's got to suck it. Now it was very much like, oh, but I bought you dinner. I mean, come on. I mean, I did buy, I mean, do you know how much those Space Dave Chappelle show tickets were? I mean, <laughs> do you think they let anybody into Vic's place? Why didn't they like occasionally have comedians show up to do part of a set on They TNG, did. Joe on, Piscopo. No, 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 no. Like, on DS9 in particular, it would have been appropriate because Cork is running a, a nightclub, essentially. Yeah. Why wouldn't no, you no. bring in a comedian every now and then? Well, he's running a gambling place and Cork wouldn't want to do that because if the guy was gambling, if the, he would have to pay the comedian to do his bit, but then he's, make, he's not making the money he would be making on people losing their ass. They do that at casinos, though. The table, yeah, but the casino is also a much bigger enterprise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Quarks. Once, once you get them through the door at Quarks, you you will find a way to make them stay. And who if knows they, what... Um, they come for Space Chappelle, then they're going to, you know, they'll they'll stick around for a little uh, Davo, too. And you don't even really you don't even really need Space Chappelle because you can just put him in the holodeck just with the program. Yeah, so who knows I, what... I think that would have been a good way to bring in some, like popular stand-ups of the day or something like seinfeld showing up on seinfeld was too big but (laughs) i know but i'm just saying yeah but i mean that's essentially like a sarah silverman she's great or dave Chappelle or uh oswald (laughs) yeah what who's the insomnia insomnia oh uh jeff jeffrey no um no dave attell dave attell David Attell would have been great on DS. I love David Attell. We interviewed, for... we interviewed David Attell on the old radio show. It was great. Yeah. He, he was wonderful. Yeah. He, he was one of the most fun people we... I was, you know what? I had that regret today, as a matter of fact. I was thinking about it. The, my one regret from being on the radio is not taking photos with these people. Oh, yeah. Because, like, Dave should... I mean, I met Kevin Costner. I, I swear to God. Like, Kevin... That wasn't from the show, though, right? Yes, was... it was. Kevin Costner's band was playing at the Norva. He had a band yeah. called like Kevin Costner's like 50 West or some shit like that. And he was supposed to, we were supposed to interview him on the show, but I guess there was like a snafu or whatever. And he couldn't come up. So Rick Marcel, the guy who runs the venue that they were playing at, he's a friend. Um, he was like, Hey, we know you didn't get to interview him, but would you like to come back and meet Kevin Costner? He's like, he's, he just finished his set and he's having dinner do you want to come have dinner and hang out with Kevin Costner? I was, yeah, sure. So <laughs> Stephanie and I went to the Norva and we hung out with Kevin Costner while he ate dinner backstage at the Norva and we talked for like 45 minutes. It was he's, awesome. He's got to be a really charming guy, right? He was great. Because yeah. you have to think too, like at one point, Kevin Costner was the most famous actor in the world. Yeah. Like think about No Way Out, The Untouchables, Bull Durham, Field of Dreams, um jfk jf i forgot jf jfk robin hood yeah um uh dances with wolves i mean this dude was the guy like he was the most famous person in the world yeah. every movie he was in was like a list academy award stuff and we just hung out like he ate dinner and talked to us about his band and he's like yeah, it's kind of weird that i'm in a band but like my daughter's really into singing and music so like i kind of did this to hang out with her 
you know, like we get to go on the road and do stuff together and it's fun and we have a good time. And, and it's, it was totally like, it's like second rate John Cougar Mellencamp Americana bullshit. But yeah. I mean, it was still, I still got to meet Kevin Costner. I wouldn't I, expect anything else from Kevin Costner. Yeah, because be that's what he is. Yeah. But I didn't take, I should, I didn't, didn't take a picture with him. Didn't take a picture with Dave Attell. Uh, we met Bill Bellamy, was super cool. I got my picture with Dusty Rhodes, that was cool. I should have took more yeah. pictures. Not enough photos. It wasn't always that easy to take pictures with people. Like yeah, now it's so easy with your phone. Like maybe probably true. when you met Kevin Costner, you probably could have taken a picture with your phone. You probably had an iPhone by then. Nah, maybe. I don't know. But I get what you're saying. But still, I should have, there should have been more photos involved. Yeah. Like I should have really reaped that. Cause like, you know. Do you, are you a uh, photo person? Like, do you take pictures anyways normally? No. no. Yeah, me either. And I, I kind of end up regretting it too. Like a lot of memorabilia, like from, from when I was at the academy or my military career, like I just lost a bunch of shit. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it would have been nice if I kept that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not sentimental in the moment. Yeah, me neither. And that, that would be a good skill to have, I think, to understand, oh, this is something I'm going to want to remember in like 20 years, you know? Yeah, like, hey, but then, but the cool, the weird, but then you run into like, who gives a shit? Like you're gonna show a picture. Hey, this is when I met Kevin Costner. And it's not for anybody else. It's for you. I know, but still, like it just it just comes across. I see. I'm torn about it because I think of it as, like you said, this is cool for me. But like, if it's in my house and there's a picture of me and Kevin Costner together, somebody's like, "Oh, what's that?" I'm like, "Oh, that's me and Kevin Costner." Then it comes across as like, yeah, you know. Well, I mean, I want to have it up. Like it would be in an album or something. So I could flip through when I'm feeling nostalgic and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that time that I met Kevin Costner backstage. I remember that time I made a weird face sitting next That's to right. Patrick Stewart. The only time I ever met Patrick Stewart, I made a weird face. They caught me mid word. <laughs> but you know what? I still like looking at that picture. It's a cool picture. But you know what? That was a fun convention. We had a blast. <laughs> I wish they still did track conventions like that because now they only do Vegas and the cruise. Yeah. Like they kind of, it's going to be a while before those start again. Yeah. They got rid of like the smaller shows that they would do. And it, cause I know they did Chicago. They did a couple of them. like creation really kind of shit the bed with that. But now it's only like the two big ones. Yeah. But I guess you can see. But a lot I wonder of, if the stars were complaining too. Why they get paid. Yeah. But I mean, like if Patrick Stewart's like, what the fuck am I doing in New Jersey? <laughs> I mean, got friends in New York, baby. I'm doing in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And the, uh, yeah, but say what you want about Cherry Hill, New Jersey. We did find a place that opened it's up. It's a lovely place. We found that bar that opened up for soccer for us. Yeah. So that yeah. was pretty neat. But if I was an old man like Patrick Stewart, I would Shut up, old man! And then, you know, some of my final years in the armpits of America. <laughs> no offense. You got to no throw offense. it. I'm just saying, you know, other places, not Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill's lovely. Like if you came to Hampton. Hampton's lovely. Nah. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, because they have like, they do Supernatural cons in Dallas, Nashville, Denver, Indianapolis, which I'm sure all these are getting canceled. Supernatural Orlando, East Brunswick, yeah. New Jersey. Um, so yeah, they do a lot of other ones, but like it's, they have a general hospital convention. Um, but yeah, they only do Star Stephen Trek. Stephen A. Smith go to that? Yes. 
they only do Star Trek. It's just two. It's just the big ones. Yeah. You know? But I mean, I guess Star Trek people do smaller shows. You'll see the Doctor from Gates McFadden. Yeah, they'll show. do it independently. Yeah. yeah. But it's nice to have a small Star Trek convention. I would love to have. I mean, that was so much fun. I've never been to a big one, but like a small one, it's nice to just like take a lap. You know, take yeah. ten minutes and walk through the convention to see all the stuff that's going on. Oh, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to Vegas one year. I would yeah. love to go to the Star Trek Vegas because you know that's got to be the weirdest shit in the whole world. <laughs> like, there's got to be like weird sex. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's got to be really weird. I want to see the, uh, the Hispanic guys on the corner with the flyers for the Star Trek themed prostitutes. <laughs> uh, Orion girl. Orion Slave Girl. Yeah. You know there's got to be a lot of us because it's Vegas too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got to be. Super I'm sure cool. whenever that, you know, some big convention rolls into town like that, like out at the Bunny Ranch or whatever, there's at least one or two people who are dedicated. It's like, all right, you got you to gotta dress up as Ahura. Sorry. You're going to do it. And you know what? You're going to make a lot of money. Ahura. You're going to get a lot of nerd dick. Yes. <laughs> Somebody just posted something very funny on our Dork Trek timeline. It says, it's, it's a picture of Star Trek, from, from Star Trek 1, of the Enterprise in space dock. And then you see the little, little ship in like an insert panel next to it. And it says, it's hard to believe that we've been in quarantine for almost this entire scene. Yeah, it is a long scene. <laughs> But anywho, so Julian starts parading around with this girl, and he, they, she's, she's into it. Yeah, because yeah. well, she, again, she, she was never had a boyfriend before. She was catatonic up to like two hours ago, <laughs> and so Julian's like, "All like, oh yeah, I'm smooching on you, baby. Like I'm he. It's creepy. It's yeah. creepy. Yeah. Maybe that's what made her feel younger to me is because you know she's like." Uh, and ingenue, you know, she's new on the scene. Yes. And he's taking advantage of her. Oh, very much so. Yes. She's naive. It's like he went to like an elementary school and just was like, all right, you'll do. <laughs> and then, you know, and then he starts putting the moves on her and then she pulls back. At first they think it's like her sir, like, He's like, okay, let's go to dinner. Let's go, let's go to this. Let's do that. Let's go to this. We have dinner in my quarters. And I think this is third date, so he's going to smash. Yeah. Like, I think that's the underlying tone here. This is third date. Yeah, he's already fingered her. A little yeah, bit, yeah, so. yeah. So he's like, all right, it's time to get laid. Come to my quarters tonight for dinner. And she never shows. And then yeah. Julian hunts her down and shows up at her, at her quarters and is like, oh, are you okay? And then she's back to being catatonic. Yeah, which that was really creepy of him to. The, Julian's super creepy in this episode, yeah. but no more so than when he does the uh, override on her door. To yeah. Go in there. It's yeah. like, all right. Because at that point, he can't even be like, well, I'm her doctor. I got to see yeah, if she's no, okay. He's not. He's yeah. just a creep. You're just a guy that's trying to fuck her. I bet before the commercial, like in the commercials, he probably took his pants out, put his dick on her face. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, she was all catatonic and stuff. 
What about oh, this? Can you feel that? I had to see if she was really out of it. So I took off my trousers <laughs> and rubbed my wiener across a lip. Dr. Bashir, you can't just pull your dick out like that. So um, she, he thinks the surgery kind of reversed, but yeah. she's just feeling the pressure of Julie. <laughs> But it's kind of debatable from the viewer standpoint because, like, when she was hanging out with the other three weirdos, like, they're all being spazzes, and then they kind of like she she tried to join their conversation and they kind of snap at her, and so she just kind of withdraws and just yeah. kind of goes into her her uh, happy place, yeah, for a while. So it's like she is literally shutting herself off to the world whenever she doesn't want to pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, and so she does it to her ex-friends. It doesn't seem very healthy. It seems like she should be talking to the station counselor at this point. Julian, I mean, Julian. Dennis, she's been like a regular, normal functioning person for like two days. Yeah. And Julian's well, just trying to smash. Like Esri. You won't leave her alone. Esri should have been there from the get-go to, I didn't realize she's probably not qualified, but somebody should have been there like a, a counselor type to kind of walk her through getting used to these new experiences that she's going to be going through. Not Julian who wants to fuck her. Well, and you know what? That was probably in the deleted scene where she was like, well, can I help? And he's like, leave. <laughs> she's mine. You can't have her. Get out of here, old man. <laughs> she's go away. <laughs> she's mine. I know how that worm thinks. Go away. Can't take a chance. This is the lesbian version of Dax. This is my, I can find happiness. You just got to leave us. Don't ruin this for me. Yeah, he's definitely one of those guys who won't let his wife leave the house and she has to always be in high heels and makeup. Give me your phone. <laughs> who have you been texting? Jesus, Julian. What are you doing? <laughs> Where were you? I, I texted O'Brien. I texted you three times and I didn't hear back from you. Where were you? I was out having dinner with my friend Karen. Wait, what were you saying? What sex? What's her number? What's Karen's number? I'm calling her right now. <laughs> what did you have? Like that scene in Casino? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're doing, whore. Now she's a total crazy person. And this is probably why he's low. Put me on video call. Put me on FaceTime. Show this me everyone who's there. This All is right. why he's lonely. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. And she's just like, look, man, I'm okay. You just be sweating me too much. And then she leaves. It, it's clearly too much for anybody who's just like come out of a coma. Yes. And then, you know, I'm sure she probably had some genuine feelings for Julian. You know, yeah, he's, a, he's a nice guy. He's, he's, good looking and stuff he fixed your brain but he was just all over her pussy yeah <laughs> he was coming on too strong yeah it's a rookie mistake but i don't think julian has a lot of experience with the ladies that's why he had to try to make one of his own kind of <laughs> and that backfired like he sucks so much a, a woman that he saved from a life of being a catatonic mute still is like whoa julian whoa yeah. <laughs> Back off. 
But that's the same thing he did with um, Dax initially. Like, he just comes on too strong. Yeah. You know, just back off, man. But I guess he did I have... I mean, one- some people, that's like their philosophy. Like, if they just come on strong to every woman, it has a certain percentage of working. It's fishing you know? with dynamite. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So they just do it. All of us had friends like that. I had a friend but like she, that. But you scare good ones away, too. The thing is, though, if that's your... You have the baseball mentality. Like, if you hit 300, you're a Hall of Famer. You know, if I hit on every woman in this bar, I mean, one of them's going to say, yeah. Yeah, one of them's going to be drunk enough or brain damaged enough. <laughs> and I can fix her. Yeah. And then she'll owe me. Come on, yeah. I bought you dinner and fix your brain. <laughs> That's worth at least a handy. Come, Come on, on, baby. You don't be worried some kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? what an ingrate. Yeah, I mean, I totally fixed your brain and bought you dinner. This is how you repay me? I replicated dinner for you. Fucking bitch. <laughs> I slaved over the replicator for minutes. I'm going to go on my Facebook and tell everybody that you're a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got space herpes. I'm a, I'm a doctor. I know this. Yeah, I gave it to her <laughs> in the lab. Just poured it on. I'm just sad. And you know what? This is, we're joking about it, but there are real people that do this. And that's the yeah. sad part about it. Yeah. But Julian's kind of acting like it in this episode. Yeah. And the same. Miles, Miles sees it. He's like, whoa, dude. Yeah. I better dial that back a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then the singing. And the singing. It wasn't that much singing. It, it felt like Dennis. It felt like an eternity. <laughs> I was. I was like, oh my God, this is awful. <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I felt like they only had like 39 minutes of actual. I think they, they, they were singing longer in Insurrection. When they were sing, chasing Data and the shuttlecraft. And yeah, but I paid Picard seven. Warf I paid seven fifty for that, and that felt more. And it's and <laughs> like it's, you want it. You want a, a show, a dinner yeah, and a show. Yeah, and it's and it's TNG, man. That's what they do on TNG. They sing. I mean, I felt like they had thirty nine minutes of film, and they were like, "Shit, we need like six minutes. What are we gonna do? All right, start singing." <laughs> and it was torture. Honestly, I think this is more like a 28-minute story that they stretched out. <laughs> it's like, Julian, just be creepy for 20 minutes. Yeah. And, you know, so, yeah, so she leaves the station, right, at the end, and they, they smooch and she leaves. And I guess she told him not to call her or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just because she's leaving doesn't mean you can't be friends anymore. It's, it's like, like, why are they ending the relationship completely? I didn't understand that. You know, you're really creeping me out. And when I was p- pretending to be catatonic, not to have to talk to you, you rubbed your dick on my face. And that's just a deal breaker in my, in my world, Julian. No, no, that's a, that was a, a hallucination, I'm sure. <laughs> it's a side effect of the procedure. No, no. It's just gaslighting her. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a custom amongst those of us who are genetically enhanced. How we show it to each other by rubbing our genitals across each other's faces when they go into catatonic. Jack states. and Patrick have never rubbed their dicks across my face. The other lady, yes, she has, <laughs> but she does that to everybody. Just um, yeah, it's just not good, man. Just disappointing. Yeah. I think it's- I thought 
Uh, I'm kind of glad they didn't do this, um, but I thought they were going to do the whole flowers for Algernon thing where What's she that? starts out like flowers for Algernon. That's where the guy is uh, uh, mentally handicapped and uh, he works in the lab and they, they do a treatment on the rat and the rat gets smart and then they do the treatment on him and he gets smart and then over time, like, he gets over time it wears off and they the rat gets dumb and then he gets dumb or whatever. I thought they were going to do that with her. Like she would slowly start to relapse into, you know, her catatonic state or whatever, but she was just pretending because she didn't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, she's like, look, man, it, it's just easier if I pretend to be catatonic. She actually gives me some ideas. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm going to do that next time. Stephanie starts yelling at me. <laughs> what happened? I'm catatonic. Until you apologize. My brain, <laughs> my neural pathways are yeah. no longer working because Julian's surgery that, didn't take. That must be great to like be able to turn off your neural pathways like that. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a emotional porky or emotional uh, a possum. Yeah. She just be like, no, nah, man, my brain don't work good. <laughs> brain dead. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to give this episode, I'm going to give this episode five. It's not the worst, it's not the worst Deep Space Nine episode, but man, it's crappy. Yeah, I I give it a five too. Yeah. (laughs) I thought we were like far apart on how we thought about the episode. I mean, well, it's Deep Space Nine, so I mean, it's still, it still has its moments and all, but man, it's just, God, the singing was fucking terrible. I hated it. If any episode could have benefited from a B story, this is definitely one. I mean, this could have been a B story. Uh, I think it's the A story material, but they're just it just needed more content. Well, the B story wasn't enough happening. Well, the A story was it's like it was like A one and two. Like at first they have the surgery, then they fall in love. So it was like broke it up kind of like yeah. He performs the surgery and then he falls in love with her. So it was like its own shitty B story that fucking sucked with singing. Yeah. I, I, God, I wanted to, I was going to cancel my Netflix subscription. I was like, this is awful. I can't listen to this anymore. (laughs) And, And there's nothing I hate more than theatrical singing. Like if it would have been like natural singing, like just, you know, maybe even like acoustic guitar, kind of like strumming, singing like but that. You don't like musicals? I don't like. You don't like Little Shop of Horrors? I mean, I love Little Shop of Horrors, but that's. You don't like Rocky Horror Picture Show? Eh. I've never, I've never seen the whole thing. Oh, really? If I'm being honest with you. No, I wasn't that weird of a high school kid. <laughs> you know, I was too busy smoking drugs then to go dress up and drag and throw meat at a stage. You don't have to dress up and drag and throw meat to see the movie. <laughs> Fortunately, that wasn't my experience the first time I saw that movie. Like, I actually was able to just watch it. Is it good? Yeah, I like it. Okay. I mean, it's it's uh, weird. No, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's super weird. And Susan Sarandon's in it, right? The plot doesn't, yeah, yeah. The plot doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but it doesn't have to. Yeah. It's just these weird aliens that like having sex. They're aliens? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. All I know is that Susan Sarandon and Tim Curry are in it. That's all I and is Meatloaf yeah. in it? Uh is he in it? I think he is. And then I know I think he, he's in it for a minute and then gets killed. 
Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen it. Like I said, I never, I've never been into Rocky Horror. And then it, it kind of became one of those things that was like the thing to do. Like, you got to see Rocky Horror. We're going to go watch it. And people yell at the, the screen. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I'm not, in, I'm not that far in. I don't, I don't need that 4D experience of yeah, Rocky like, Horror Picture Show. Yeah, that was the one. It's, <laughs> I feel that way about movies that I love, though. Like when I saw the Star Wars um, re-releases and people were clapping at the dumbest things. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, why are we clapping at Greedo? Like, <laughs> you know? Like, what, what, what's it's the- like he got a, a Lifetime Achievement Award, <laughs> Greedo. Oh. You know? And then in the... Re- but did they think Greedo was going to get cut from the movie? I don't know, but they were just, they were just applauding everything. It would have like, been great if he would have cut some stuff out of those movies instead of adding more bullshit in there. <laughs> Like the first, I remember the the applause was thunderous when the Millennium. Yes, it was thunderous when the Millennium Falcon took off for the first time. Oh. Like that place went nuts, and it's like, come on, man, it's the fucking Falcon. Like, of course, like of course, it, it's exciting. What do you? It want? was the nineties, man. Everybody wanted to be excited about Star Wars again. Yes, we weren't beaten down like we were in the two thousands by it. I mean, again, though, I I. I mean, the prequels have a better story than the newer ones. I think it's easier to do narratively because you just have to get to the point where he's bad. I will say the Clone Wars cartoon yeah, oh yeah. is probably yeah. light years ahead of either the new, the sequels or the prequels. Because tell me what the sequel- fucking. I don't know if you have you watched the final season. I've heard it's mag- magnificent. Wow! I got to catch is, up because because I'm like two seasons behind. Like intense. I don't know how old my kids are going to have to be before they can watch this show. Yeah, like it is super intense. Well, tell me what the new movies are about. They're about Ray, <laughs> and how she's the she is the avatar of the Jedi. basically you're a palpatine she's the but she's she's the other skywalker yoda was talking about uh-huh mm. what the other when, skywalker in empire strikes back when he's like no there's you know or when he dies he's like there is another skywalker yeah that's leia no he's talking about ray no it's leia Think about it Think about it, Ray Skywalker. Ray is a Palpatine, because. Yeah. But she she chooses to be a Skywalker. Yeah, but I mean, I could choose to be a Skywalker. That don't make it so, Dennis. Leia's not a Skywalker. She's Organa. No, she's a Skywalker. She's a she was a Palpatine, and I know because when Kylo Ren said it, I laughed my ass off, and the guy <laughs> sitting next to me was so mad. <laughs> You're a Palpatine. I went. <laughs> <laughs> And he, the guy sitting next to me was not pleased. And then I texted somebody. I was like, this is horseshit. And the guy was like, can you put your phone away? <laughs> and then when they kissed, I went, what the fuck? That was... <clears throat> Some people like that, though. No. I don't know why. Yeah. It, it was really weird and unexpected to me. The incels, bro. <laughs> yeah. They were into it. Yeah, that movie sucked. I'm happier 
with where Star Trek is than where Star Wars is at the moment. I think if you're looking at trajectories as franchises, mm, I think I Star, like I think we have to see. Yeah, Star Trek definitely has a better momentum. Although to be honest, Picard kind of killed a little bit of momentum. I didn't momentum watch it, me. Dennis. Yeah. I didn't even watch it. Yeah. Like, like once Discovery comes back and once this strange new worlds hits, I that's think that's gonna be hot to do. It's gonna be uh, great again. Even though a lot of people don't like discovery for some reason that's because they're dicks because it's about a black woman like i've seen a lot of people saying you know when they announced that strange new worlds they're like oh i hope it's episodic hope it's episodic it's like did people really miss episodic star trek that much i i mean i don't really but i want to i want to be upset if a show came back that was just episodic but i think people just want to bitch about stuff i guess because, yeah, I thought that was odd, too, when people were like, yes, it's going to be episodic. But that's the thing everybody bitched about the old shows. Yeah. It's like, there's nothing to it. Like, it's just a Hilton in space. You know? Yeah. It's, they're fucking Big fickle. reset button. Yeah, people yeah. just want to complain about everything. Because yeah. it's, just... not, it's not their ideal version of what Star Trek should be. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So... Um, that's the episode. God, it was just bad. Spartan City. Speaking of bad, I think I'm going to go... It was a five! <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever, but that's a five. That's a Deep Space Nine five. A Deep, a deep space, space five? A Deep Space five is like a TNG three, man. <laughs> I just, nah, I, I would, if this was TNG rating, I would still give it a five. I could easy, you could easily see the show being a TNG show. I think so, yeah. Just put Jordy where Homeboy is. <clears throat> well, this is kind of like the, uh, it's similar to the, that Trill who they had to put into Riker. Yeah. So they could find another Trill. Yeah. And then Beverly fell in love with that Trill dude, Trill Riker. Yeah, but then this doesn't have the, um, uh, it's similar. I didn't say it's the same. But, well, yeah, but then it doesn't have the, blatant anti-gay message at the end of it where Beverly's like, ooh, gross. <laughs> a woman? Blah! I mean, I'll make out with a green alien thing that's a man, but a, a human woman thing? <laughs> God, I've never heard something so terrible. That's all right, because Riker's there for everybody. Uh, but I just I just found that so interesting that through a cross, because even Stephanie's been like, how can she be attracted to that? Because it's an alien. I was like, dude, it's space, man. That's just what it is. Like they're just they're they're that they're used to it. This is just like seeing, like uh, like like being in Star Trek universe is like seeing a Puerto Rican, except instead of a Puerto Rican man, it's a it's a Ferengi or a oh Nausicaan. You know what I'm saying? You know I'm saying? Like that's just how it is. It's just yeah. different races. Yeah. You know, we're all humans, but like instead of that guy being Japanese, he's Vulcan. Oh, that guy's. Or like, yeah. you know, like, I'm sure most people have been, you know, had feelings for somebody who is not physically attractive to them, yeah. you know? Yeah, because you like, look they're like, uh, they're not physically attractive, but to like on an emotional level, like you're connected with a person. Mm -hmm. So even though they look like dog shit, you're still like, hey, you know. Yeah. I do it's it. space, man. Everybody, you're just used to it. Yeah. You know? 
It's like your neighbor is a, a Nausicaan. It's not a big deal. It's just like my neighbor is a Puerto Rican guy. It's like, hey, he's just Puerto Rican. Like, what's the big deal? He's still a, he's still a sentient being. He'll still stab you in the back. <laughs> Damn, Dennis. But that's the point. But like the fact that her reaction was so like visceral and disgusted yeah. because that's Ugh. a woman. It's like. Not even a rape ghost? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a, a thing of light. That's going to molest my feet. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Never been more appalled. It doesn't have a breathing thing on its chest that shoots Vicks vapor up into its <laughs> nose. Gah! Disgusting. And Beverly's a prude. Yeah, she sucks. Except for ghosts. And she raised a murderer. Because <laughs> we all know it's a murderer. All right. So that's the episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, more Star Trek. Hopefully it's better. I, I started watching it and it starts off with like Odo giving um, Kira a massage. And I'm just like, eh. oh, yeah. And he's got, yeah, he's got like weird liquid hands. That's singing for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Dennis? It's like singing for me too. Oof. Yeah. Because that relationship is so forced. Ugh, and so bad. It. I hate it so much. When are they going to break up? I just want Odo to like fucking get sucked out of a space fucking block at this point just so I don't have to see them date anymore. Uh, I was, I've been ducking, uh, you know, when I turn on YouTube TV, it starts auto playing based on what it thinks I want to watch. And so DS9 has been running season seven the last Ooh, year. Gotta, yeah. And it was on the finale, like <laughs> the last 10 minutes. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I <laughs> muted it and I was trying to like pick something else. But it was some kind of tender scene. I could see it through the the previews that they had up there. Yeah. It was some tender moment between Odo and Kira. I was like, God damn it, it goes all the way to the finale. Maybe they die. <laughs> Maybe Odo dies. I don't know. But a tender moment between two lovers, if you will. So all right. So we'll be back next week. Um with more Deep Space Nine. Thank you so much for listening. And Dennis, you're the best, buddy. You're the best. You are, man. See you tomorrow for D&D. Yeah. I don't understand.